Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John Ersenstaku, as you might know me on Twitter, the executive producer here, and I just want to thank you for watching. It really means a lot to us that people watch, listen to, and enjoy our shows. If you want to help us keep making these shows as fun and lively as they can be, please join your fellow fans in supporting us at our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms, or by subscribing to our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms. It really means a lot to us that the amount of you who do support us continue to do so, especially our $25 plus tier supporters on Patreon. Antitonic, Catwater Flame, Samantha Bates, Maureen Monty, and Gravity Alexander. Every little bit helps, so thank you to all of our patrons and subs. Check us out on Twitter at Final Show Films and on our website at www.finalshowfilms.com for updates, go live notifications, and more. We love interacting with you, so feel free to tweet at us or email us at finalshowfilms at gmail.com. That being said, please relax and enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Star Wars Twilight Nights, Episode 9. I'm John. I'm the Game Master for this evening, and I'm joined today by Jeremy. Hi, my name is Jeremy. I am playing um, uh, Ileana. Uh, I am I am fumbling about what my character's name is because I'm not yet in World 20. Um... And William? Hi, I'm also not in World 20 yet because this is not the computer I'm usually here on, so give me a minute. I'm playing... Uh... Corsera, um, the uh, Sith Makashi duelist, and Holly. Uh, hi, I'm Holly. Um, I'm in Roll Twenty, and I am playing Avazia, the Juo Berserker Sith Pureblood. Also, yeah. because no one's in Roll Twenty, no one's pointed out that the pool yeah, needs to be cleared. The pool needs to be cleared. Oh yeah, that's true. I need Sorry. to do that. I got in there and I went to go roll, and it's like, wait a minute. Claire Pool, roll destiny, and, Jeremy, William, yeah. and Holly. And Crack got his, so he had two light. I, I can roll again. Oh, hang on. I can, I can add it in. I just need to know people have rolled. Yep. It's the only uh, time I've ever not rolled a single dark. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Uh, Mara. Hi, I'm Mara, and I'm playing Neres, the droid consular. And here we go. That's the dark side. And Jack. Hey, everybody. I'm Jack. I'm playing Graz Tatha, the Wookiee Sheehan expert. One dark side. And Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron. I'm realizing how badly positioned my camera was. And I am playing Kitty, the other Wookiee who is an alchemist and rolling destiny. Okay, one light. I have light, not three. Uh, and Craig. And Craig. Hi, I'm Craig. I'm playing Crack Tulpa, the Quarren uh, artisan, and I rolled two light earlier, but I can roll again if you. No, it's fine. I got it already. I'm just okay. waiting for Williams' roll now. If you want to roll for me, that would be appreciated because I have to reset my password because of bah, 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 me having bah, 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 bah. weird password combinations bah, 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 and forgetting which one I'm using here. Hey, resetting your passwords more than once is not a bad thing. It's a frustrating thing, but it's not a bad thing. Okay. 
All right, everyone. Uh, if if your if your destiny pool does not currently read five light four dark, please sync your pool with GM. Oh, sounds good. Yeah. And if, uh, if we can start with something other than the crack Ileana scene, that would be great. The problem is that's literally all we've got left. Okay. All right. Never mind. Because uh, we left off finishing off everything else and going into that. I mean, we could go into a flashback well, on some. It's okay. Or... I could try got... and make more there bullshit we items. You, you, we've got this. We've got the text crawl before we. We got the text crawl for you to get done with whatever it is you're doing. So I don't know. <laughs> Star we Wars. Also have a, we I'll also have it. a Wookie. We also have a Wookie who's about is still at eighty morality. <laughs> we do, which means that one of our light sides flips over to dark. I just to make our lives harder. I mean, you had a surplus Thanks. of light side this time, so it's not that bad. Uh, uh, Jack, go ahead and use a light side for me just to flip it. Since you're the one that's over 80. Done. <clears throat> Star Wars, The Twilight Nights, Episode 9, The Outer Rim. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. The year is 3,643 BBY before the Battle of Yavin, 10 years after the Treaty of Coruscant was signed. The Outer Rim. The farthest edges of the spiral arms of the populated galaxy where the rule of law runs thin and power reigns supreme. It is here that the Hut cartels ply their trade, dealing in whatever catches their fancy, weapons, entertainment, drugs, and slaves. The desired mental and physical stimuli of any sapient species can be found in Hut space. For a price, no morals or ethics attached. It is to this outer rim that our Twilight Squires have set their sights, answering the call for reinforcements of Archon Zilda, who waits at the Marashani Station, orbiting the slave colony Zugan. Two days down the Shag Pabol hyperlane from Narshida, two weeks' worth of travel from their current location in Wild Space. Currently, the Shio, their, uh, the freighter, the, uh, what seems to be a sort of a personnel transport of some kind, uh, is docked with the Aeon Cutter, preparing to leave. It, uh, final repairs have been finished on all the exterior uh, visible damage. All Any uh, updates to the in internals have been fixed. Uh, the transponder code has been registered with galactic with galactic resources as a with galactic resources as a um, Horizon Dawn relief effort as a as a Horizon relief effort. Uh, vessel so you have the proper trans the proper transponders you need to go wherever you need to go you are you are listed as a relief vessel um so be aware of that whenever you're interacting with customs and things <laughs> that won't cause good any know. problems good to know uh, yeah, it's I not, think you've you, caused enough problems. You are you are not you are not listed as a medical vessel. To be clear, just a a non -de non determinant relief vessel. We're here to help. Um, this ship is a relief effort destined for Alderaan. I have no idea what you th you're talking about, secret rebel plan. <laughs> um. But yeah, and when we last left off, uh, some acid was thrown, a droid got very upset, uh, and, and fighting occurred. But while fighting was occurring, Ilyana was doing things prior to Crack coming down. So we'll, while we're waiting for Craig to get in front of the camera, we'll go over what Ilyana was doing while all of that was going this on. This is going to be well, awkward. 
<laughs> Literally just walked into into Crack's room, sat down on the bunk, uh, uh, on the bed, and just waits and patiently. And does some meditation, off. because, you know, if you have time, you might as well meditate. Sure. Give me a force roll. All right. Give me just a second. Um, because one of those news things that I mentioned earlier popped up, so I just have to finish posting it. Um, quick, Gross, do a song and dance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Hello, I'm my here. baby. Hello, my honey. Hello. Wait, my... nope. <laughs> I knew you were gonna do that specific thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what am I rolling? Uh, force roll. Force roll. Gesture uh, force die. Which no of difficulty. my many tabs are okay? Here we go. Gesture force die. No difficulty. <clears throat> no difficulty. Oh well, that's encouraging. Oh look, a dark side. You're a dark side user, so that's good. Um, yes, it is good. So you meditate as you are wont to do while waiting yep. in the dark in somebody else's room. Yes. Presumably not for the reasons that normally happens. Um, I don't know. We'll see how this goes. (laughs) I do not hear any jazz playing at the moment, but that might change. Not Uh, what I was thinking. (laughs) I was saying, there's like, there's there's two things happening here. Why do Craig's Craig's characters always have careless whisper going? (laughs) (laughs) You you say jazz. I feel like Eliana's more of an Al Green person. Maybe. Um, I thought I was I was picking Eliana more as a hailstorm (laughs) myself. Yeah. Yeah. That comes in somewhere. Apocalypse. Anyways, uh, as you're waiting in the dark and the quiet, uh, your mind wanders and flashes of imagery appear. You see a station hovering in space over a fairly verdant world. You see fields of sentience all in slave collars. You see... A what looks almost like a uh, Republic garrison, but with many garish add-ons that mark it clearly as a hut station. Okay. And you hear the laughter, the deep, bassy bellow of a hut laughing. And that's all. That's got me in a mood. And as that bits of flashing end... The door slides open. Crack, you see a darkened room. But you have dark vision, so you see Ilyana <laughs> sitting on a bed. <laughs> I had hoped I had let that sit long enough. <laughs> nice. Yeah, she's Come just for the characters, like, stay for the narration. Yep. <laughs> just sitting like a uh, lotus position, just sitting on the bed. Probably with her, with her whip at her side. Oh. I need some limestone. Hello, Ilyana. <laughs> you didn't come here for the limestone, did you? No. Why do you need limestone? 
Never there's mind, a situation. It no, um, well, there's, it might. There's acid. Uh, why are you in my room? And she gets up and just walks past and shuts the door. Behind you or like in front of no, you? No, no, in front of. Okay. Yeah, no, walk, just walks past, <laughs> shuts the door, and that's what we've been waiting for. This I don't know. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have been surprised. <laughs> okay, that's fair. But no. Shuts the door. Uh, sit. Is she still holding her whip, or is it? Is it? Uh... Yeah, I would say so. It's not like active. It's not. It's not fired up. <laughs> my my wife is in the next room, and I realized I was about to say the phrase: "Is she still holding the whip, or is it on the bed?" Um, <laughs> no, honey, it's Star Wars. Um, <laughs> um, so. Um, Crack, uh, so uh, Crack sort of watches this happen um, and will move so his back is a little bit to the wall um, okay. um, and say, um, well, you have my attention. Good. Um, um, good. And uh, we'll move, move and sit Okay. Uh, uh, on, on the foot of his bed. We need to <clears throat> I think I need to explain some things to you. Do you want to do it here or should we go and stop the acid eating through the ship? No, here's good. Um, okay, but you have to help me repair the ship afterwards. We'll see. Uh, okay. So, how to? Hmm. What do you? What's your opinion on me, honestly? With regard to what? With regard to me. I am fascinated by the visions you receive through the Force. I am dubious as to their accuracy, although less so than before our time on EOS. However, their efficacy when we are removed from the increased force power of EOS remains to be seen. Uh, I find you volatile, um, although your volatility is useful in getting to the heart of matters, such as uh, on our recent ship flight, the nature of Nariz. Also, I am very, very intrigued by your ability to transmit matter directly to your hand. All okay. That all tracks. Uh, beyond what I can do, though. What do you mean? What I can do is not who I am. <laughs> you can see. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> some calculations does, does going on compute. behind those those pearlescent blue eyes. What do I think of you personally? Uh, thank you. Yes. <clears throat> I think <laughs> there's a long pause. Crack is sitting with his hands sort of folded in his lap. Head tilted um, slightly to the left. Um, That's that, the left. <laughs> that Eos affected you. Um, and I saw more volatility in your emotions as well as your actions while we were there. Um. I had thought that that might have succeeded once we returned to the Aeon Cutter and it had been removed from the excess exposure to the Force, but and he sort of gestures around. You're here in my room in the dark and have closed us in. Mm -hmm. um, I find you a little frightening. Um purely from the perspective that I am not completely certain that you are still not here to stab me. That's fair. Um, Beyond your capacity for sudden and unexpected violence, uh, I find you insightful. Um, and I find your practicality combined with the faith in the visions you receive to be puzzling. Sorry, can you say that part again? My brain just literally stopped functioning with that last sentence. <laughs> sure. I, 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 I find your, the practicality of your personality and your general nature conflicts with your utter faith in the visions that you receive through the force. I have trouble deciphering whether you are taking an action based on instinct in the moment or based on faith in a vision that you may or may not have, have received uh, at some point in the past or maybe receiving at this moment in the present. Why can't it be both? <laughs> because practicality and instinct seem to conflict with the reliance on prophecy and vision. But they do not for you in practice, which is why I find that difficult to understand. Yet yeah, they don't. Uh, it's, it's, it's really the same thing. Um... But, but for most people, it is not. Even those of us with a connection to the Force, and, and you must understand and appreciate that on some level. Mm, I mean, I hear it and I accept it. I don't any more than I think you understand the other side, I guess. The instinct, you mean? I have problems understanding what your perspective as much as you on mine, I guess. I accept it. Sure. Okay. But I don't know. I don't even know what that means. I guess. Which is understandable considering 
and I am making an assumption, I, I realize, but the visions have been part of your perception of the universe for years, if not your entire life, correct? Which as I can remember, yeah. Is this something, well, at, before Crack would ask that out loud, is that something that he knows is just part of Dathomirian culture? Or would he um, You wouldn't know that. Okay. Is is this something that all Dathomirians share? Is it a unique trait to yourself or merely those among the Dathomirians who are particularly sensitive to the Force and its visions? I think it's just me. Uh, I don't... There's a, I think they probably have a different perspective than you, but they definitely have a different perspective than me, as far as I could understand. I don't know, I didn't ask, when you're younger, you don't quest, you don't think that anybody has different perspectives. And I didn't think, I didn't even think about it until the time where I realized it was time for me to go. Did you choose but to go on account of a vision? Yes. Not a vision, just a sense. Um, and at that point, uh, it did not go over well. And that was kind of the first time I ever understood there was a different perspective to have. Did you ask permission when you left? No. They, they, there's no reason that... They're to, it wasn't theirs to give. Whatever they may think. But you are aware of disapproval. You inform them of your departure. Oh yes, I'm fairly sure that you don't leave the you don't really leave the Night Sisters. Um, that's a so yeah. I anyways, I get. So I'm asking because you're right. Your 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 assistant is actually really canny, and I'm both impressed and a little. Anyways, um, observation is what I do, Ilyana. It's not always correct, but thank you for the opportunity to at least run my assessments by you. So, okay. Well, we're good then. Uh, You have to, you have to fix a ship. Um, Crack stands and says, so I did actually answer your question then. I, I, I think so. Yeah. Um, Craig nods and says, okay. Would you like to come help me fix the acid burns? Do you need the help? He pauses again and says, I'd like the help. 
I suppose. Um, and we'll uh, grab uh, some lime powder and any other basic compounds yep. that I don't he has available and probably some scrap metal as well to repair the much larger hole than there was when he first came down here. <laughs> Um, I don't I don't know we'll, how, but you managed to recreate the scene where Sasuke gives Naruto his lunchbox perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> Reference okay. two people will get. Anyway, I was yeah. gonna say, yeah, not one of <laughs> neither of the people in the scene get it. No, um, I believe I believe that there was a, a, a mention in the scene about accepting a f- statement as valid without having any understanding of what it means. <laughs> Anyway, exhibit A. <laughs> yep. Magito heads off. So, all right. Seemingly fully fully satisfied at the moment. You head up to the uh, to where the acid smoke was and find regular smoke in its place as well as nobody else. Um, I, so nothing is still burning or there's smoke no, coming. No, it's from- it's still it's still like the um the the the, the the chemical cloud is still there, but it has been neutralized. Okay. Um, all right, then uh, Crack will put down the um, the neutralizing components and we'll take a look at the, uh, the the plating and probably more importantly, the wiring and piping underneath the plating. It doesn't look like, anything. it looks like it's mostly just superficial damage. Nothing, nothing significant. It just, there is acid scarring on the plates now. Okay. Um, um, I mean, we're... We're mid travel, uh, but still. No, we haven't left this. No, we haven't oh, even no. taken off. No, we're very. Neither one of the people that know how to fly the ship have gone. With, I started flying. Hey, do you want me to make you some equipment? Yep. <laughs> Well, to um, I mean, Crack could fly, but I think he'd rather have this fixed. So he will start just repairing the plating, if possible. Yeah, no, it's 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 easy to repair. You could just leave it there, and you have a really nice, interesting acid etched uh, section of the hallway, or you could use very easily buff it out. It doesn't even require any additional tools. It's just buffing the acid etching off. Okay. Um. um you, you, uh, you get a little you get you get you get a little hand you get a little hand spinner that has a that has like a a steel wire a steel wire uh, thing on it and just yep until um, it's smooth okay yeah crack will um we'll say all right well let's get buffing and um we'll pull off sort of the, the his his jacket um to reveal like just the the rubberized um top of his coveralls underneath um, and we'll pass pass the other buffer to Ileana. See, I thought I thought you were going to say takes off his jacket to reveal just how buff he is because I believe he's got well, a decent. That, I mean, I mean that yeah, that as well. I mean, he takes again. He's like a little. He's like a stocky fire plug type corn. He, so he takes it off. He's probably what half a head shorter than Ileana. How you're, tall is Ileana? You're the definition of an Italian boxer, short but wide. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's, uh, he's Ileana the, he, is I don't know. I somewhere on the sheet, I believe. Because crack's about five six, so um, yeah. But anyway, he's prob- probably got a couple inches on her. Oh, okay. All right. Um, well, so we'll we'll hand hand the buffer over and then just go to work. Assuming oh, I'm not that doing just supervisor. Okay, fine. <laughs> so it doesn't take very long for you to uh, dis for you to dissipate the the liquid the 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 liquid uh, the gaseous liquid in the air and buff out the the acid etchings on the floor and walls. 
Cassius liquid. They're like throwing handfuls of powdered lime limestone. <laughs> yeah, just... let's um... burn some sage. <laughs> so yes, you have all resolved for the moment the two things that were happening on the ship prior to it taking off. Is there anything else anyone would like to do before the ship takes off? Anyone else need to attempt to kill someone? There was no attempt to kill. There, there was one attempt to kill. There, yeah, there was, was one there attempt. Was one. <laughs> Actually, there will be, but we haven't gotten there yet. I mean, yeah. I'll just say there are several other rooms to sneak into, although I, I think everybody else is smart enough to lock their rooms. I mean, if Ileana's I mean, poked around, if, if Ileana has poked around the ship at all, Graz has never once locked his room. Yeah, <laughs> Kitty similarly. Uh, the lab does seem to be occasionally locked, like when she remembers. But the, <laughs> I, I, the personal room. I like how you in in the in the room notations. It's uh, Graz, Neris, Crack, Ileana, Kitty, Sith. Yep. Yeah, because there's two of them in that room. There's a lot of letters. That's our couple names. names. <laughs> couple name is Sith. It's their ship name. Yes. <laughs> it's, ship name. It's, the, it's the Sith. It's the Sith. Ship. I mean, you do yeah, have you do have the letters of Sith in your name, the S I in Avasia and the T H in Kursarath. So it works. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is a really roundabout. It's like those acronyms where they clearly wanted it to spell something specific. Yeah, the the backronyms that that pop up. Shield and sword and specter and all sorts of things. Yep. Anyways. Sith happens is what we're saying. So eventually the hallway is cleaned up and someone is taking the pilot's chair to take to take the ship out of the iron cutter and set your destination uh being the de- the destination being i said it in the text spiel the uh Murashani station yep yeah um <clears throat> who's doing that pilot role crack can we, do it if nariz is not do we need to do an astrogation or no you got to have a computer so you don't have to you don't have to make astrogation mm. Well, that depends on if Gross has moved, because I'm not going toward <laughs> that. <laughs> they were at the very front of the ship, right? Uh, Gross was uh, was <clears throat> at the the access to the bridge. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. And Corsera standing between everything and in the <clears throat> middle of this conversation, acting as the mediator somehow. Yep. Well, I can pilot us out into. St- space you had better get started on that then and i will edge around and go and head us out all right cool Graz is gonna follow you <clears throat> okay go ahead and give Crack. me a there's a look to Corsarath and just a shrug Corsarath looks at kitty there's, there's this momentary just like deadpan and then just <sighs> There's this sort of exasperated sigh. Go ahead and give me a piloting space roll. Okay. Difficulty two. All right. Graz, I feel like the pilot will do a better job of not crashing us into an asteroid if you don't loom over their shoulder. He's not, he's definitely not, they're, they're definitely not looming. 
They're just oh. <laughs> I mean, you're sort of filling the door. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a walk to the side or whatever. No racist. You're a Wookie. You're filling whatever space you are in. <laughs> oh, sorry. Let me put on my short pants that I <laughs> right. Can use. You know, right. <laughs> Uh, it was, it's a it's a wash, so it's not a failure. Um, okay. You do manage to you manage to take the ship out of the end. It's not particularly graceful. It's not particularly smooth. There's a lot of like, there's a bit of shaking. Uh, the just sort of the entire ship itself shakes kind of as the. Um, as the 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 gravity the artificial gravity of the aeon cutter <laughs> lets go and the uh, and the artificial gravity of the shio takes hold and this is like so there's that sort of that that gravity differential just sort of causes a little bit of turbulence as you're leaving which happens mostly with rookie pilots as opposed to more experienced ones but you know um it is what it is uh well, you, 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 that you temporarily forget to quest. you temporarily forget to raise the landing gear, and Biggs has to dodge out of the way, and the but the ship takes off. Can I make a co-pilot? Can I make a co-piloting roll to like hit the button for the landing gear and make the adjustments? Yeah, you don't need to make you don't need to make a roll for that. Yeah, you can you can. Okay. Crack, crack. <laughs> I watched you. Sure, go ahead. Give me a piloting space roll. Oh, you watched you. Yeah, I did. It was that bad. Totally <laughs> the galaxy quest. Yep. The scream. Please don't. Please don't. It's the first so, mission. I, I legitimately don't know. Are there mechanical guidelines for what happens when you fail just navigating? So you didn't fail, and you didn't fail badly enough for those things to come into play. I'm just curious if there are. Yes, there, there are. are if you, yes, if you fail, oh, yeah. they're 100. percent If you are. if you don't <laughs> have an extensive <laughs> and have their own crit table. If you don't have a Nava computer, someone makes a roll, either an astromech or a person. People have people have a higher uh, non astromechs have a higher difficulty on the uh, on the roll, um, and if you fail, basically it takes more time. You can or also you occasionally, or you fly into a planet or a star. But typically, the the the, the result is it takes longer than it would otherwise. That's uh, a wide variance of success. Difference. Yeah, so takes longer. You fly into a star if they roll three despair. Yeah, that's that's multiple yeah. despairs that you yeah. you fly into a star. You have to have really fucked up, and something has to be upgrading the difficulty of your role <laughs> significantly Many times for that to even be a possibility. Yeah. One, yeah. one despair is just you crash land onto a planet. Um. Yeah. But yeah, three when you hit the um, star. But Kitty, did you get burned by acid? No. What's what happened? Acid thing, anyways. I thought it was a hallucinogenic. Okay. So it's a long story that does not currently bear being dredged up. I'll tell you guys later. And there's like this very socially awkward and obvious like wink. Um, it's really hard for Wookie, it's really hard for Wookiees to wink too because it's all fur and the fur covers up the more minuscule like transactions. So it kind of just looks like Kitty has a spasm in one eye. I was gonna say, do you have space pink eye? <laughs> Crack does that sort of like sort of undulating motion with with the face tendrils, almost like you know squid sort of moving itself along, um, which is again kind of the Quran equivalent of a hand wave. And he says, "It's all right." 
I've had experimentation mishaps as well. You know, there's a part of my skin that won't change color anymore. Avazia looks at them and says, Neri's attack, Kitty. Oh, okay. I thought we weren't supposed to say that. I've never had that happen in the lab. Let's at least not get into the conversation about it while there is a particularly angry Wookiee still standing next to said droid. I mean, the, 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 the question. I'm going to go to down to my room. There's another of those very aggressive winks. This is why I like you, Ileana. We're, and we're, uh, the ship okay, sorry. hits hyperspace. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the same one here? You can continue your conversation. I just noted that you hit hyperspace. <laughs> That's exactly why am I the same one here? Norris, why did you attack Kitty? Um, Kitty, who is already walking out of the room, will sort of put a hand along Crack's shoulder and try and guide him. <laughs> I'm co-piloting. You can stay. We can all talk together. Hey, dude, we are in hyperspace We're in hyperspace. Now. We don't need okay. to co-pilot. Um, does Norris answer the question at all? No. <laughs> Uh, Karak will stand up and walk along with Kitty. Um, I will sort of look over to see if Ileana wants to come. No, Ileana just looks at Cursa and says, you're not necessarily the sanest. You were just the sanest on your level of perspective. (laughs) No, I'm not even the sanest as 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 far as my perspective is concerned. That's why I'm bothered by being the sane one right now. I mean, technically, you're the sanest, and you are both, and the least sane all at once in your perspective, because nobody has your perspective. I'm just saying. You've never crawled in someone's mind before. Only the one time. You can have someone else's perspective if you try yeah. hard. <laughs> if you try hard enough, yeah. It's still not their perspective entirely. It's still. Technicalities of mind uh, of telepathy. Okay. <laughs> There's the Heisenberg mind reading uncertainty principle here. Right. And <laughs> if I, if you, when you begin reading their mind, is it the same mind as it was before you began reading it? <laughs> no, because it's you still definitely have your not. own mind transplanted over right. that, so you have two different There's perspectives a- melting into one, which creates an entirely new perspective. Therefore, right. it's not the same perspective as that one. I will say what I put in chat. Hashtag just mystic things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I read that as there just my stick things, and I was trying to figure out what stick was. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, you didn't misspell it. No, you, you didn't, absolutely you spelled didn't it misspelled right. it. My brain parsed it wrong. Fair. Absolutely spelled it. No, I I was sorry. Um, It's just where you draw the lines and hashtags. My brain will occasionally fuck up. Yeah, so hard. It's basically impossible. It's just like, wait, what? Why? Because I can see the words inside the words, and that's not helpful. Anyways, um. You're in hyperspace now. Kitty has gone downstairs. Crack has followed Kitty. Ilyana and Corsair are having a conversation about individualizing perspectives. Uh, Graz is staring at at, at Neri's, I think, and the ship is flying. I love how even with one small scene we had to do, it still took us an hour to get to actually getting into hyperspace. 
We're there though. Success. You've got a week until you hit. Uh, you've got a week until you hit. Um, until you hit. Uh, why is the name of the thing that I made blanking out of my brain? The hyperlane. Uh, no, you've got a week. You've got a week until you hit. You've got a week until you hit Marshawn Station. Or oh, sorry, okay. you've got two weeks until you hit Marshawn Station. Sorry, a week until you hit. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be like the Nostromo in yeah. here, except we're just hunting each other. <laughs> <laughs> you've got two weeks to Marishani, one week to the uh, the mid room change point. I, okay, <laughs> we are I all the xenomorph. I literally like, just I inside the vents. Crack pops out like you want to talk about. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> okay, so Kitty will go to like. I don't know, somewhere on the lower floors. Okay, so we're not talking... Where should I start? No, that's not a good place to start. What if you learned about Wookiees? uh, This is Craig not, not hearing that super well. Was that what if or what have? What have you learned about Wookiees? Uh, Okay, um... Let me. Can I make a yeah? Make a knowledge check. check. To see? Yeah. Difficulty two. Okay. One advantage. You know they are large bipedal mammals. You know that they have a society that is tribalistic in nature, as well as vaguely naturalist. Um, you know that they come from a forest planet called Kashyyyk, and you know that they're big and can tear your arms off. Um Crack will list pretty much all of that except for the last part. Um, and then we'll go on to list his own personal observations. Um, like, I know that one of them is, is very good in, in hand-to-hand combat. I know another one of them is uh, very uh, very good at uh, creating artifacts and experimentation. Um, I know that one time uh, one of them was attacked by a droid, and I do not know why that happened. Okay, so... I'm going to explain why, but first I'm going to explain why we weren't having that conversation upstairs. Have you ever heard the thing about how you shouldn't make a Wookiee angry because they will rip your arms off? Yes. <laughs> I, I was just informed that by the GM. Um, <laughs> yes. So my brother is very close to being quite angry right now because Neri's attacked me. And we're not at me. Okay. Of him not realize that he still wants to rip off Neri's arms. Should we have left in front of him right now? Should we have left them with Neri's? Crack crack looks a little nervous and says, Should we have left them with Neri's then? They know I'd be very disappointed, so they'll only do it if it's important. It's not actually a huge concern. I think Corsrath just didn't want to play Peacekeeper again. That does not strike me as something that Corsrath would be very good at. And then Crack Crack considers. Yeah, Crack considers that for a moment. 
Although actually, maybe they would be very good at it and just don't like doing it. Okay, okay. So that setting aside, briefly, um, Neri's got mad at me. And instead of like yelling at me or talking it out, she swung a, they swung a lightsaber at me. So I left. So they tried to siphon off my soul with the force. Is so because- I threw what I thought was hallucinogenics and was actually uh, acid and left. I have several questions. Okay, one at a time, please. Was this because of the bones? Not directly, no. So it didn't have anything to do with with our experimentation. We didn't uh, activate some sort of of, uh, murder protocol or anything of that sort. I have no reason to believe that. Okay, Crack will take out a data pad and put notes and put murder protocol, question mark, uh, at the top of the list. Probably a bad thing to bring up if we want to keep peace on this ship we're going to have to be on for a week. Um, that's okay. Um, many of the other people on the ship have organic versions of murder protocols. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then, and then the part about draining your soul, um, crack seems like he has an issue with that word. Um, but Nari's, uh, channeled a force power. Yeah, yeah. So explaining force powers to people who can't do them is always weird. Um, Have you ever been healed by force or seen that happen? I feel like probably, John, what do you say? I mean, crack is not. Yeah, you've probably seen particularly cautious. Actually, you've been healed by you've been healed by force. It happened. Uh, I know that was medical. No, yeah, but I'll say you, you've definitely been healed by the force previously. I don't know. Yeah. I was assuming we live on a ship full of high-level jets. Yeah, yeah, and Probably Craig does something. stupid stuff while working on machines. So uh, you yeah. can yes. turn that same power, that infusion of life essence and knitting of life together the other way. <laughs> and you can push kill. I, I hmm. It's not like the same as the other thing. It's unhealing. Well, I, yeah. I, I, I understand the concept. You are, rather than, than reversing cellular damage, you are accelerating cellular damage. Did it feel as though you had aged excessively or did it feel as though there was a wound occurring in that portion of your body? Neither. It's more like it's directly what harm is as a power um, it is the concept of harm being inflicted upon you this is this is a conversation between an engineer and a philosopher yeah <laughs> or an engineer and an alchemist to be yeah. more precise because I... it's not philosophy kitty can actually do this <laughs> have you tended the wound yet these kinds of things mm-hmm. yeah it's it's healed. It's just gonna take some time for the skin to grow back. 
Was it necrosis? How, how did it present? Yeah, necrosis would be an accurate descriptor. Necrosis is close enough. We're going to a hut planet. I'm sure that you'll get to see plenty of us use it on people who aren't each other pretty soon. Oh, um, be sure to give me the high sign when you do. Just tell okay. me when you're going to use it. That way I can sure. look. Um, and then Crack sits back and thinks about this and says, oh, um, maybe we should work out some sort of code. Maybe you shouldn't scream, I'm going to harm them. Wait, no, that is the sort of thing you say in fights. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I usually don't say much. Just say that, but wink. Okay, I can do that. Okay. Um, Put that in my notes. <laughs> are you and Nareez going to be able to cohabitate for the rest of this trip? I'm going to harm them, wink. Wink. I... Why would that be a problem? Well... Oh, Nariz attacked you and you threw acid at Nariz. Um, that's the sort of thing that can have unintended consequences. Kenny seems to think very hard. Well, I don't see why it would be a problem. Limits in the past. Well, uh, did you resolve the only concern the is Graz, obviously. Did you resolve the source of the matter that was the cause for the initial attack? I think so. No. No. We established that it wasn't actually able to re replicate anything. Yes, but does that, that part, yes. resolve it? From Kitty's perspective, yes. Yeah, I mean, and that's obviously that's the only answer Crack would get is from Kitty's perspective. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so I'm sorry. So, Aaron, what, what does Kitty say? Not okay. to re aggravate this by poking around it. Because while I don't really care that I got attacked by an ally, Graz probably does. And I know Graz pretty well. Because we're you the same know, person. Of course, you, wait, you're the same person. We're the same. <sighs> person might not be the right word. We're, we're the Trunks of the same tree. Oh. <laughs> no understanding. Um, <laughs> well, um, not as well as you, of course, but uh, I know Graz pretty well. I've put a weighted end on, on Graz's stick. <laughs> Thanks for a moment. Comfortable with how that sounds. Um, <laughs> I can talk to them. Please don't. That's exactly what I'm asking you not to do. Oh, I misunderstood. Um, I could talk to Graz about other things. <laughs> if you're confident you can oh. actually do that and not do that for the purposes of something else, I don't care. Very much so. Okay. Should I not talk to Nariz? Again, other things. 
but actually other things, not not that thing where you're actually talking about the thing, but you're sort of trying to make it seem like you're not talking about the thing, like actually don't talk about the thing. I don't do that thing. Okay. Well, make sure no one misunderstands that you were doing that thing. I'm not good at not being misunderstood, but I will try. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Trying's important. Kitty. You're sure you're all right? Yeah. I I don't I don't care. Uh, insight check. Yeah, yeah go for cool it. Roll. What's the insight when you're telling the truth? Difficulty two. Uh, nothing. Okay. Sorry. A wash again. Flat roll. Doing Kitty's rolls. Kitty seems. Well, I don't know how much you get off of a flat roll, but <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I, I, I you get you get know. you get me saying Kitty seems honest. Okay. Whether or not that's true or not, I cannot confirm, but Kitty seems honest. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, well, if if you do want to discuss anything else having to do with Nariz, oh, having to do with our findings about Nariz. Talisman. Oh! Tell me about it. So, I was thinking... And this is probably where we can cut the scene. Okay. New notes document. Nobody can continues. keep a level of co a conversation going consistently through one thread of topic. I was trying to segue the scene, okay? Yeah. Scene segues. Is there anything anybody else is doing for the next two weeks? Or should we resolve Graz and Neri's in the cockpit first? I mean, it's fairly easy to resolve Graz and Neri's in the cockpit. Graz watches the entire takeoff sequencing, mm -hmm. makes a few mental observations, probably hangs out for another 10 minutes, and then fucks off. All right. Scene resolved. Yep. <laughs> All right. Crack, crack would like to track down Graz at some point. Well, let's, 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 let's go around and see if anybody else has anything first. Sure. Uh, anything else, Jack? Uh, for the next two weeks, Graz is mostly going to be training uh, with his saber, primarily probably with Corserath and Avasia if they're available. Uh, with a, it, there are at least one or two attempts to try and get uh, Ilyana to spar at least once or twice as well, if Ilyana's willing. Absolutely, because that's mostly what what. Ilyana has a very particular type of weapon to, figure, to, right. to yeah. get practiced mm -hmm. in using accurately. And, you know, in a fight is not the good first time to try that out. <laughs> Let's see how this thing works. He's somewhat experienced in the use of whips. He does carry a regular whip around. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, William? Um, I think Corserath is, largely speaking... Um, practicing a, but also probably just keeping an eye on the crew because he's realized that he's the only person here who doesn't want someone dead or actively makes someone want them dead. So, uh, Holly, 
Uh, Avazi is mainly just training. Right. So for the next couple of days, she'll kind of keep an eye on. Make on, sure he's not going to murder Neris. On who? Oh, sorry, yeah, you cut out on the. Uh, on oh, the, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. You cut out on the proper noun part of the sentence, but. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, Mara. Uh, Neris leaves the rock in Graz's room at some point. When you're training, at some point you come back and there is the rock. It's just on the floor. Okay. A special training rock. He leaves the rock. Yeah. He cuts a promo. <laughs> <laughs> he buries reboots a reboots a franchise in his spare time. He, he buries Graz. The, the rock is the a busy man. The, he buries Graz in the eyes of the universe. Right. And then mostly doing meditation, probably. Okay. All right. Crack. You find Graz at some point. Uh, probably we'll go in and, and track Graz down while while training. So, um, lightsabers are flashing, colliding, sparks are flying, both physically and metaphysically. Uh, Crack will wait patiently while this sparring match finishes, and then afterwards, Graz, uh, can I have a go? Of course. Um, Crack will uh, ignite his saber and. Uh, come out and take that uh, sort of Niman style uh, ready position. Okay. Yep. And you begin to spar. What's a Shio? It's a bird. From your home planet? I've never heard of them living anywhere else. What sort of bird is it? Massive, predatory. Dangerous. Why did you name the ship that? When you see the Shiu bird, it's meant to be a harbinger of peace. It's a symbol, an icon on Kashyyyk. Why do the Wookiees consider a predatory bird a sign of peace? I would love to know. You can give me a lore check. Difficulty three. Okay. Diff three. I mean, I know, but that's me as a person. Boop. Two failures, two advantage. And before your time. Yep. <laughs> That's simply how it's always been described and venerated. Perhaps because when you're that large and that dangerous, no one is willing, if they're wise, to antagonize you. Hmm? So the Wookiees value peace by being large enough to scare off any reprisal. That's my best attempted interpretation. Is this about your worries because Nuri's attacked my sister? Hmm? No, I wanted to know why you named the ship something like this. Because it seemed like you were leading to something. But yes. Hmm? Yes, I'd Hopefully, like to know. when our ship reaches wherever it's going... The end result is that we leave things 
more peacefully resolved than when we find them. Now you're the one who sounds like you're talking in metaphors. <laughs> it's like the sparring scene for Princess Bride, but one of them is really bad. Eliana's right. just sitting there watching back and forth. Right. And it's match. Um, do you think this ship will be a symbol of peace? Or do you hope so? It has potential. I would hope so. And you were among those who who thought that this was the best place for us, correct? The Outer Rim, I mean. The Outer Rim, I thought it was probably easier. I know that your sister and I would like to find additional materials and funding for our, our work and our studies. What are you looking to accomplish? And at that, Graz actually deactivates their lightsaber, slips it back into the utility belt. Crack immediately turns his off as well as soon as he sees the other saber go off. As a young Wookiee, my father once had a conversation with me. He and my mother were healers. They went out of their way to attempt to make lives around them better, safer, more comfortable. I, when younger, was inclined to, alongside my sister, find myself wandering off following my own impulses. And apparently to sometimes the detriment of our village. was after one of my misadventures, my father sat me down and asked me what I saw in my future. As a young Wookiee, I did not really have much of a thought for what the future would bring and I had no answer for him. I don't remember how he led into it, but he talked a bit about the purposes that he and my mother had selected for themselves when they married. And then he asked me a question. He said, son, when you grow up, would you be the savior of the broken, the beaten, and the damned. And that has haunted me for quite a while. So, 
that is the purpose that I have more or less set for myself, starting with my sister, and then wherever I find myself within the galaxy. Try and to... leave you to join the brown parade. Black parade. <laughs> it, you're on a wood planet. It's the brown parade. <laughs> <laughs> And so I'm hoping that wherever we end up, we are going to a planet where apparently slavery is the reality that most of the sentients there live with daily. I hope that our presence there will bring peace to some people who are very much in need of it. Well... We are a relief organization. Yes. Thank you, Cross. I would say, let me know how I can help, but that seems to be the purpose of our trip. Indeed. That's primarily why I wanted to go to the Outer Rim. It seemed straightforward. Sometimes straightforward is helpful. Your bladesmanship is improving. Thank you. Yours remains an impenetrable bastion of absolutely terrifying sabermanship. Saber, sabership. Whatever the term would be. That's me not knowing. Bladesmanship. <laughs> but I mean, with regard to a Wookiee, a nine binary <laughs> Wookman, Wook. Blade workshop. <laughs> Blade personship. Blade craft. Blade craft. Ooh, Blade craft. Thank, Thank you, Thank you Mara. We're going to use that one. Thank you. Absolutely Sweet. impenetrable bastion of uh, terrifying bladecraft. Well, one of the things I strive for. Well, hopefully, it will stay intact. Thank you for the sparring and for the pointers and for the explanations. Of course. And remember, all of that was delivered in growls and barks and yips <laughs> because Growls is a Wookiee. Yes. You know, you'd think for a seven-foot fireball, he'd be better at going on the offensive. Of course, Ross says from his own from his own sparring match with Abazia. <laughs> Do either of you want to spar? I'd love to. Okay. <laughs> Kill him. There's just a little quiet applause over it uh, on whatever whatever Ileana's sitting on. Um, Kitty has crack. been watching a lot of the sparring, but not participating so much because last time it did not go well. By which um, I mean it went you've well. probably gotten used to the fact that Corsarat had a sharp tongue while he's sparring. Mm-hmm. Um, Crack, uh, crack looks looks over at Graz, um, after a, after Avasia responds, and in a very matter of fact uh, tone says, "I don't have any completed prosthetics, but just know I'm working on a few. They're under my bed in my room." You're muted, Jack. Graz nods and winks and gives Crack some room. And again, <laughs> it's really hard for Wookiees to wink because of all the fur. And right. Just like, just... <laughs> I feel like Graz is probably far better at it than Kitty. 
I'm just picturing him moving like, the fur up. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's exactly I was why. Say, you can do it mostly with like the mouth. You know. That's that. That's that's yeah. that's and why Graz is better at it. Definitely does it with like half of the body. <laughs> Like with 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 Graz, it's with 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 Kitty, it's like a half body spasm. With Graz, it's just a face spasm. All right, uh, <laughs> Crack will reignite uh, his saber, take that sort of awkward Niman stance, remember to salute, and then try not to die. Avasi, <laughs> are you actually trying to kill Crack? No, she'll just spar with him. Okay, no rolls needed. Can, can, can we can we do it, though? Can we... If, if you want to roll, yeah, go ahead. Have a lightsaber punch up? <laughs> just roll your lightsaber skill. Difficulty two. How is, how is Avasia approaching this? Uh, probably pretty aggressively. As is the Juyo way. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. I get, I, I, I do have slightly higher defense because of my, I have defense one because of my defense saber. You're not actually attacking each other. This is just for skill of spar. So, oh, okay. Out of nowhere with no possible explanation of where it came from. Eliana now has popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do have that summoning skill. Only works on items you've prepared and Ickert popcorn does not sound good. I don't know. It could no, but Kitty could conjure a bowl. We put we put fish sauce on popcorn sometimes. That's kind of like Iker. There is something wrong with you. <laughs> Try it, my friend. No. <laughs> All right. Two advantage, so, no success. So Niman and Juyo are actually like opposites. Are 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 des- designated opposites on the sort of lightsaber forms. Um, Juyo is this very much embracing of a warrior mentality and constant aggression and aggro, and Niman is very much uh, more analytical and um, not necessarily uh, opposite as in defensive, but opposite uh, opposite of approach. Or Niman is a analytical planning out and sort of uh, uh, almost mathematical fighting style. Crack, you're not good at it yet. You know the basics of it, but you are—you know the basics of it. And and Avasia is pulling her punches, so you are able to get your blade in the way of the attacks that are coming. But Avasia seems to have taken the lessons that she learned from Saris to heart, and has just basically be- become an avalanche that is crashing down on you in lightsaber wielding Sith form. Just constant attacks from all angles, and you are just barely managing to get your lightsaber in the way each time. It's like an avalanche coming down on rather than a well-angled, well-shored-up ranger's lodge. It's a tent. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 
Oh, yeah. Crack, uh, Crack starts giving ground almost immediately and probably doesn't stop until he's out of the ring. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Back, forth, left, right, up, down, out. Doesn't no. stop until you guys have... He, he, like, backs into his room and shuts the door off. I was going to say, um, he'll keep going for a few minutes. Back, back yeah. to the, Crack's back is at the wall at this point. She'll get a couple hits in, and then <laughs> poor crack. There's a there's a flurry of blows, crack, and it looks like Avasia misses. And you sort of look to the side, and you see that there is like a perfectly etched out like rectangle around you in the wall from where the lightsaber hit. She'll just kind lean of, into him for oh, it, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like chalk lines around a dead body, but lightsaber scoring on the wall. <laughs> Amazing. So lean into him for a minute. You make a good practice, dummy. Thank you. You're you're welcome. <laughs> I thought it was my job to put my opponent off their balance with with uh, mental attacks. She Avas- shrugs. Avasia put her opponents off balance with physical attacks. <laughs> um, can I roll to see what I learned about Avasia's saber during the sparring match? Sure. Give me a mechanics check. Difficulty okay. three. Ayana just says, and you thought I was the one to be scared of. Um, I'm going to use a light side, a light side point on this. Sure, go ahead. Three success and advantage. Uh, as I recall, yours is just a basic lightsaber, right, Abasia? Mm-hmm. Um, what's it look like? Just to refresh our memory. Um, it's... Uh... The saber is red, and then the handle is black and gold, and just comes to a uh, single point. Um, it's it's a very simple design. Yeah, it's got like sort of a spike pommel instead of a flat one. Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah it uh, from from what your observations react, the lightsaber is fairly basic. Like it's the design fits Avasia's aesthetic, but the uh, other than that, it's not anything really different um it's fairly basic the only difference between it and a training lightsaber is it doesn't do tra- it doesn't do stun damage um do, how many hard points does it have it would have one? it would have uh it would have five two of the, which are taken up by a lightsaber crystal does um does avasia wield it with with both hands yes okay um after the the, the he says th- thank you um is she turning and walking away Mm-hmm. Um, he says, you know, you could probably be- get a better grip on it if you extended the hilt. I'm I noticed you. No, I, but I noticed you come in with both hands quite a bit. Use a lot of overhand swings. If you had more of a hilt, you'd be able to use a bit more leverage, get more damage out of the attacks, maybe even push it through and do a little bit more harm when you attack someone else. <laughs> I like it the way it is. Thank you. Hey, he will ask Ilyana for some of the popcorn. Oh yeah. Okay. If you Avazio sure. wa- walks away, grabs a piece of popcorn, walks out. Crack pulls out uh, his data pad and makes a few notes. You got your ass kicked. Base popcorn. Corsarath uh, looks at her walking away, turns the lightsaber off, and immediately back to that dower. You know she always. 
walks off immediately after beating someone. She never stays. She only stays when she's losing. In in response to Ilyana's comment, uh, crack turns and and with with a tentacle arrangement that denotes good cheer, says twice in a row. Yep. Um, and we'll uh, um, continue taking some notes and uh, we'll go and sit next to Ileana. And as the rest of the two weeks pass in relatively the same motions, we're going to be taking a quick break. Please stay tuned for these commercial messages. We're back. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, <clears throat> so, the Shio spends a couple weeks in hyperspace. Lots, much and lots training is had. Uh, as well as discussions about various uh, alchemical potential potentialities and such. You all feel, wherever you are on the ship, um, the, the, ex the sudden deceleration that is indicative of coming out of hyperspace. Uh, I don't know if Neri's would already be in the cockpit, but this would be the time uh, we're be heading so. into the cockpit. Neri's likes to fly. So. Yeah, cr crack wood as well. He's been tracking the time. So would be up there in the co-pilot seat. The the string of white and the string of white and blue lines come to a halt as the stars reassert themselves in their pattern, and you uh, sit above a fairly verdant-looking planet. Uh, it's lots of greens and blues that you can see from from outer space, uh, and above it sort of hovering on the horizon from where you're entering at is a large spike-like space station. Uh, this kind... It, it, it is typical of a Hutti spatian design. Uh, spatian, space station. Words I can combine. Spations, yeah, space station. Um, it is typical of a hut station design, which is that it is very rough around the edges. It looks almost cobbled together from various pieces, like as if, as they do, they got it from the cheapest, you know, they, 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 they sold to the cheapest bidder. Um, the, uh, and it is a vertical spike that ends in a long tether that connects it to the planet, likely some sort of, uh, uh planetary freight elevator. That heads from that heads up to and from the station. Uh, it is fairly large for it being this spike-like station. Uh, as you can see, uh, a few dozen freighters of varying sizes tethered to the station at various ports. It looks like you can hold about thirty space uh, thirty spaceships at a time uh, in temporary dock. There are very likely planetary docks as well that can hold more on the planet. But you were told to meet at the station. Uh, as you come out of hyperspace and begin your approach, the communicate the comms, uh, the comms uh, ring, and you hear a voice speaking, a modulated voice speaking in Hatties, uh, mm -hmm. coming over the thing, coming over the 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 uh, thing. Uh, freighter ship the Shio uh, transponder. Please, please submit your transponder codes. We'll do that. Okay, you submit. Request no. Sorry. No. What is the wording that I'm trying to find? Uh, 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 what's the word for manifest? That's what I think. Uh, no, no manifest. No manifest documented. What is the purpose of your visit? Uh. Narizus is taking over uh, 
yeah um you're both there you can both speak if you want (laughs) um off just off com um do we do we have a, a manifest actually for the relief mission no, you're not a you're you're not a you are not carrying cargo, so you don't mm-hmm. have a cargo manifest, uh, and you're not your your ship is designated as a relief vessel, but it doesn't have any like supplies on it. Yep. Um, you don't need a manifest. You're not an importer. Yeah. Yeah. So for offcom, um, Crack says, should we say relief personnel? If you want, yes. you can give me a um. If you yeah. want, you can give me an outer rim or a there's no there's no mercantile knowledge role, is there? Uh, there's, nego- there's negotiation, but not knowledge based. I guess yeah. we could roll negotiation with knowledge as the base instead of presence. Um, you could roll me uh, most of the mercantile knowledges are covered in like I think they're like education. Some- Education, yes. You can only an outer rim or an education roll. That would be the one. I'll roll education, and I'll spend uh, a, 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 two. a destiny point on that. Yep. Uh, difficulty two. Yep. You and then because I have not spent a destiny point before, oh. what does that do again? That uh, just it upgrades. So, and on the left hand side of your dice pool, where it Got says it. Upgrade, I upgrade one, put that at one. Okay. Yep. Cool. God damn it. Yep. I didn't click. I didn't click out of the difficulty box when I changed it. These things are always so fussy. Of course it's worse. Three successes for me. Uh, so with three successes... Oh, wait. Still upgraded. You don't have to wait. That's just me saying the word with, wait. With, with, with three successes, Neri's. Um, relief personnel, uh, 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 relief personnel coming to, uh, coming to, uh, connect with on-site person, on-site, uh, personnel of the horizon, of the horizon, uh, uh, leaf- relief organization would be enough of a reason to be here. Like, okay. you're, you're coming to, con- you're co- basically, basically what that says is you are here to support somebody else who is already here. And mm-hmm. thus, they should already know why you're here. And if they don't, it's there and not yours kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Coming in to connect with Horizon Relief personnel already on station. There's a pause. And then in Hatties again, it comes over. Roger, uh, connect to docking tube 32. Confirmed. And I'll head that way. <laughs> You're a flight. Uh, a flight path is designated to the navigator computer, and you mm-hmm. follow the flight path. You don't need to make a roll, uh, yeah. and you dock to a tube. So the tube docks to uh, uh, airlock one. So you end up with the the space station is on the right hand side of the ship uh, as you dock. But there, you you can all hear the exterior, the sort of the the ship sort of shaking as the exterior docking tube clamps on and connects, and there is a pressurization from inside the, the airlock. I'll just send like a intership intercom. We're here. I have told them we are here to connect with. Another Horizon Relief personnel. Let's go do that. Head down. Fourth Wrath will head to the airlock. Graz is in position to be the first one off the Shio. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Graz. 
Yes. The first one off the ship is likely going to have to be the one who starts talking. I would like to be the second one off the ship. <laughs> I will take the first steps. So, you leave the ship. As sorry, thing happening biologically happening. Uh, you leave the ship. <clears throat> uh, you get into the airlock one, open up, you're connected to this fairly rickety-looking uh, docking tube, which extends for quite a while, uh, about the length of another ship. You'd be wa- you're walking from one dock to the other on this fairly rigid platform that is basically, the way it works is kind of like, um, imagine a vacuum tube stretched out between mm-hmm. the station and the ship with a with a catwalk inside it so you're 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 on this catwalk that is suspended around this tube um, on the catwalk on the catwalk on the catwalk on the catwalk yeah. uh you continue on once you get to the other side of the catwalk it opens up into another airlock into an in, into an anterior airlock that is basically sort of the 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 step before you're actually in the station proper. Uh, And waiting for you there is two security droids that seem preoccupied with something you can't see and a a uh, Kalish standing in front of you. This Kalish stands at about the same, about a little taller than Graz, uh, standing at full height, would be about seven three seven four. Um, but is currently sort of hunched over slightly forward, so they appear at face level to Graz. Uh, Is that a type of alien? Yes, a Kalish. I don't know. <laughs> a Kalish. I, 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 will, I, will, I will continue to describe, and you will know what they look like. Okay. Because uh, I was going to do that anyways. Uh, bipedal humanoid. Uh, you can see you can see orange skin uh, with a pair of tusks coming out of what you would on a on a humanoid. Wow, that's a link that somebody put. Oh, sorry, what is wrong with Google Images these days? Lots of things. Uh, you can see the sort of uh, reddish orange skin oh, peeking out from either side of the. Of this red paint, red and black painted bone mask that is hanging off the face, um, little bits of little bits of like bone talons hanging out from where you would assume a chin to be, uh, or on on other bipedal hum- uh, humanoids, a chin would be. Uh, two yellow eyes staring at you from the black, from sort of the dark interior of the mask, wearing. Um, uh, uh, black robes with a long cloak covering over their shoulders, and uh, with uh, a a three fingered claw raised in greeting. It's good to see that the order has sent me some reinforcements. I assume you're the group of knights that are coming to see me. Uh, what was the name of the? The master Zelda. Hmm. Zelda. Zelda. And I believe that would make you Zelda. None of you recognize him. You've never met none of you have ever met Zelda. Is it Archon Zelda or Yeah, Archon yeah. Zelda. I believe that would make you Archon Zelda. You are correct. Let's go before these droids realize I fucked with their programming. And he sort of uh, with one finger indicates for you all to follow and turns and heads towards the elevator. Let's Ooh. go. Um can can uh can we tell if that was by f- through the force or give me a 
Give me a perception check. Okay. Difficulty. Uh, difficulty two. Okay. I'd like to try that too. Sure. Nope. One success, oh, one advantage. Graz is more concerned with getting people moving rather than stopping to look at the personnel. Crack heard that somebody did something to some droids. Uh, so Ilyana, Kitty, and Crack, you can see a data spike stuck into the neck of each of these droids. It looks like he just stuck a hack spike into their neck. Okay, fair. And presumably it has a self presumably there's some sort of virus or corrupted code that has a self-detonation time limit where they'll go back to normal after a certain amount of time. Uh, he, he leads you to an elevator, yep. which closes behind you and begins to go down. He uh, looks over at the rest of you. Right, so you all know I'm Archon Zilda. Introductions? Korsarath. Grazia. Grazatha. And as he speaks, those of you that have never seen a Kalish, you realize that what you thought was the chin is actually his mouth. As, as the bottom of the mask fluctuates as the mouth opens it up from down there. And those are tusks. Neris. They have really long faces. Hi. Cracktopa. Excellent work with the spikes. Big fan. He looks at Ilyana. Hi is a strange name. It's not my name, it's Ilyana. Right. Well, as you've, I believe you've been briefed, we're working, we're working out here to undermine some specific hut cartel interests, and I could use a few able bodies because I've run out of things I can do on my own. Uh, are any of, just to get this out of the way, are any of you wanted by the hut cartels? Not to my knowledge. Not specifically by the cartels, no. No. I don't think so. No. Good. It's really bad to get multiple bounties on your head, so just wanted to clear that up, clarify that. Are you? Oh yeah, by like three of them. So if you see me suddenly start killing people, it's probably because they're bounty hunters. What other reason would there be? We well, will follow your lead. He, he sort of he, he he raises up one of his hands. Bounty hunters, slavers, uh other bounty hunters raise up another hand huts sith other slavers that's pretty much Corsair it looks i was say. waiting for that he looks over at, he looks over at the two the two pureblood sith sith the religion not sith the species i guess that is confusing though why do your people do that because they believe that everything revolves around them and thus Everything should be named after them. Makes sense. 
Anyways. <clears throat> so, the, uh, the Basadi, the Basadi cartel, uh, currently has their claws in this planet. He says, thumbing towards the outside of the ship. Uh, using it as an agricultural and industrial world to fuel their various needs and habits. One of the big things that they produce here is spice, uh, which uh, you all know. You all know that spice is a particularly powerful psychoactive drug. It's called spice because it looks kind of like um, cinnamon. Spice. <laughs> Twice. Does it turn your eyes blue? Uh, spice is life. No, it does not turn your eyes blue. It is not that okay. kind of spice. Thank you. It also does not turn you into. It also. flow. It must flow. It must flow, but it does not turn you into a sandworm. Cool. Okay, good. I'm done now. Also, fuck Dune. <laughs> I. That's. That worm would would ruin you. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, the Baldesian cartel, you mean, Craig? Uh, no, Gorenzla. Oh, the Gorenzla cartel? Uh, sure, yeah. give me, uh, yeah, you, three dot, hang on, let me, let me, let me double check my own lore information. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's not anything, you know, a, a, it's not a big secret. Craig doesn't really hide stuff. I just, I didn't want to slow us down, which I'm doing anyway, so I'm sorry. Not sorry. Um, uh, yes, they're, you, they're part- yeah, you know, you know about the Gorinsla. Okay. Um, so crack would say the, uh, you mentioned three cartels. What are the others? Is Gorinsla one of them? Uh, I don't know the other two. The only ones I know are the Baldesias. Uh, the, the, from what the fuck did I just say? <laughs> Baldesians. <laughs> Very good. Why do you have something specific with the Gorinslas? Um, no, they they on, on on the legal side of their operations, I understand they uh, supply some some equipment I in which I have some interest. If you're looking for starship parts, I'm sure we can find you something. Sure, starship parts, absolutely. <laughs> also, cyborg parts. I was gonna because say that the point will, be, is just like being willing to. Hold that all that information for about half a second. I'm hoping to who find in stuff too, but the things I need are I things that people look- don't understand the value of. I think what we're looking for most at the moment will be credits. Well, don't worry, you'll have plenty of opportunity to steal some ill-gotten credits and potentially use them however you feel how you feel fit. I would like to retroactively um, not that it matters now, but I would like to retroactively rescind my, 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 my trying to lean towards one of the more espionage minded missions. <laughs> <laughs> this is crack. Oh. He doesn't talk. I definitely don't. <laughs> How can we help you here, though? Well, we are going to, after getting y'all situated here for a little bit and making nice with the authorities, I assume you used the uh, uh, rendezvousing with personnel? Yes. Yeah. We're going to make nice with the authorities on the station for a little bit, and then we're going to head down to the planet using your ship. Uh, There is a spice operation in the southern hemisphere of the planet that I am currently looking to disrupt explosively. 
do we have a All line right, on a then. particular brand of explosives? To say how specific or how literal is explosively being used? Then? As literal as we can. Oh goody! Do we have the? Do we have the payload for that, or are we finding it? We are finding it. Specifically, there is a Sith Empire shipment of supplies and troops going to be landing on the planet in the next day. Their supplies will become our explosives. Where are those bound to? Uh, They're bound for the spice facility. Looks like the Sith Empire is doing some spice trading. Of course they are. So, the plan... Hit the Sith, hit the hit the Imperial supply convoy. Take the take whatever supplies we want or need. Use those to destroy a spice operation and free some slaves while we're there, and give them passage off board on your lovely ship. Sound good? Excellent. Absolutely. Are, are we looking to intercept them prior to landing or after landing? I don't have a plan there yet, so. My thought was my thought was after landing, but I'll leave that up to the many brilliant minds the Exarch has felt that has felt so sufficient to send me. If we're going to try and intercept them prior to landing, we would need to know more about the convoy and if we even have the chance of boarding them. If they're going to be too heavily armed, we'll have to do it after landing. Well, how, how likely to get involved with the cartel enforcers? Uh, what was that? Correct. How how likely are the local cartel enforcers to get involved with an altercation on the station? On the station? Very. This is their station. But on the planet or in the air? Uh, above. On the planet? Also very. This is their planet. Mm-hmm. Basically anywhere in the immediate vicinity. Very? Yes. Now, Perhaps that, that being said, we've got... That being said, we have... Uh, a few hours before we can before we can head back out to make the excuse look good. So, if anyone wants to try poking around the station while we're here and gathering a few supplies that might be essential on board, then we can do that. I'm not really good at the technical stuff. That was pretty much the full extent of my kit. He said, pointing back up towards the elevator. Excellent. We'll see what we can find that might be of good use all right well also by the way another reason i asked about bounties there's a reason why this station is named what it is uh any of you that any of you that know hatties which you are free to determine amongst yourself if you know hatties or not um know that murashani means bounty hunter in hatties there's a reason this place is called Murashani Station. He says, as the elevator doors open up, and you see uh, a widely eclectic variety of individuals on what looks like a marketplace floor. Uh, it has all the bearings of like a of like a bazaar, except inside, and with roughly the right with, with, with this you know sort of like weirdly orangey brown lighting that hut structures favor. Um, you see people in all, a wide variety of eclectic pieces of armor wandering around from stall to stall, making bargains, buying things. There's a lot of room noise, and you see some of you see 
a couple of Trandoshans wandering around with their particular battle staffs and rifles slung over shoulders, uh, bargaining with bargaining with Toydarians who are selling them things in Huttese. You, a couple of you see a a, a a a trio of Mandalorians whose armor is not the same color scheme as Saris's, but is similar. Uh, Saris's armor is. Uh, um, silver and red with these bone attachments you see you're seeing several um uh red and black mandalorian armors that are that are currently wandering around uh you see uh um a few dugs that looked strapped to the fucking teeth dugs for anyone who aren't familiar are the from episode one they're the sebulba was a dug the these these uh uh bipedal uh, dog-like creatures that walk on their hands and you or walk on their arms and use their feet for hands. Uh, just again, just fucking strapped to the teeth, uh, and a, a wide variety of other weird and strange assortments all on the station. As Zelda See, looks back of, at with you, with that kind of leading, I was expecting there's a reason it's called Bounty Hunter Station, and the door opens and there's already guns pointing at us. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Zelda, uh, Zelda not doing anything to hide his helmet which is a very obvious this like the rest of his outfit is black and this helmet is blood red um mm-hmm. uh this bone mask is blood red he sort of turns and looks at you and turns and looks at the rest of you and says a lot of bounty hunters here so take care who you talk to and what you say and he winks and his wink works because he doesn't have fur all over the place <laughs> legit <clears throat> his wink works especially because Kalish eyes are practically lambent yeah they're they they glow they're they're real yellow reese make sure their concealing cloak is just yep up good okay crack will, crack will reach over and help adjust it yep draws actually sheds his cloak and they stow their lightsaber the only weapon they're carrying openly is the truncheon currently hmm and just for the record, I've changed out my, since we're at the station now, changed out my saber for the taking off the, uh, it's, it's just an attachment. action. It's it. They're both built into your arm. So it's just an action to turn it on or off. So, okay. It's like, right. it's like, it's like when you flip a lens in a camera that has built in lenses, it's like, got it. Okay. Then it's course, right doesn't conceal the lightsaber because he's a Sith and he should have a lightsaber just by being a pure blood that kind of draws attention to him. And if he didn't have a lightsaber, that'd be a problem. But he does make sure the blaster is very prominent. Anyone else? It never occurred to Kitty to not have it in a bag, so it's still in a bag. <laughs> is anyone else making any specific adjustments to their attire? Uh, yes, probably pulling, pulling Hood up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and Ilyana's actually going to pull back a little bit so a little bit less prominent and obvious in a position yeah. crack, crack does nothing unless anyone suggests it using using, nothing. using his bulk to hide your adjustments because uh, zilda is taller and broader than all of you as well he looks looks nods nods all right well uh he uh holds out his comm link and then holds out a, a slip of uh, a slip of paper to Corserath. Here's my. You've got my. You've got my com. Give me a. Give me a ring. Once you're all. If if you find anything interesting, I'll give you all a ring when we're ready to get back together. Best drinks. 
Uh, best for the best drinks, you're gonna want to go to the. You're gonna want to go to the porthole. He says, pointing over to a large rickety, uh, a large rickety sign that just says the porthole, um, uh, which enters into another room. Mm-hmm. Although I will qualify best as being still bad. Um, did he basically hand us a a frequency or a designator? Uh, designation says so direct to his comlink. So I will hand him another one with ours then. He takes it back. So that it can't get, so that's harder to intercept, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I've got, if you, now if you'll excuse me, I've got a few questions of my own to ask. And he turns and walks away. And very, you watch him very pointedly move into the path of a Trandoshan and shove the Trandoshan out of the way. <laughs> The Trandoshan growls and barks at him, but seeing the size differential doesn't pursue anything. <laughs> well, it looks like our looks like our Archon has the right idea. I think I'll go try and catch a few Trandoshan eyes in the porthole. Hmm. Right. I'm going to see who has the instinct to cower and who doesn't because people who know Imperials know when they should duck. Excellent. And Graz will make sure that their comlink is easily accessible. Mm -hmm. Do we all have individual comms by this point? Is that something we got like with the ship or with our near or anything? If, I don't have one. Uh, there should have been. A, there's a com. There was a com link in the utility belts. Okay, cool. I just wanted to double check because I wasn't sure. Yep. And Graz is gonna go see if there's any Trandoshans that are looking for some easy Jagannath points. <laughs> uh, Jeremy, what were you saying? I, I didn't say anything. Oh. You're you're hearing things. Sorry, you started to say something <laughs> earlier, and I guess you finished your sentence, and I didn't realize it. I apologize. <laughs> uh, all right. So, Corsarath is looking for anyone who has enough Imperial knowledge to recognize I should be out of the way when a Sith comes walking, and is going to find that person. <laughs> uh, Vazia will go with Corsarath. Following the Sith. Okay. So, sticking close. Eliana's sticking close to the Sith. Graz is heading to the bar. Neri's Kitty and Crack. Does does Graz make it apparent that he's going to get into trouble? He just said. I he, feel like that. He was said that out loud. Yes. Oh, that was okay. So that was said out loud. <laughs> oh yeah, everything Graz just said okay. was said out loud as a means of informing everybody else what his in, what their intentions. He's going. Were. I'm gonna go see if some Trandoshans want to want to have a fight. Basically, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, I'm looking just, for some Jagannath points. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't realize that was out loud. Um, Crack says, maybe I should follow Graz, and does. <laughs> hey Graz, you want to come to a pawn shop? I want to sell some things and get some credits. Yes. Once we've gotten the lay of the land, that might not be a bad idea. Okay. I'll I'll tag along and then we can go after you finish. I need to mute myself. Give me one second. Please continue on. Mm-hmm. Um being the two people remaining there, Kitty will sort of look to Neris. 
<laughs> oh God, we left them alone. <laughs> Kitty is over it. Kitty has been over it for two weeks. Kitty was over it 30 seconds after it happened. References? No, I have not been anywhere like this before. Then it's probably smart to stick with someone who has. We can go wherever you want, but I don't want you to go alone if you don't know what you're doing. Where do you think we can find things? John, you are muted if you're saying anything to us. No, he's on a call. Uh, where do you think we can find useful information? I usually just look at Groff as do the information gathering. It might be very instructive to know what kind of things they sell. We could, could walk past some of the stalls. Yes. Yes. Let us look around and see what is here. I feel like the bar scene is probably the easiest to do with GM not present. Yeah. Sounds good. Hmm. So Graz will, let's see. Uh, cr- oh, welcome back. Hmm. All right. We'll let you decide where we go first then. No, what are you, what are you doing? I wasn't, I, I haven't uh, made so, it all, so I'm- Yeah, no, it's all good. Uh, Graz is walking into the bar, making himself as apparent a figure as they can and stepping up to the bar and just ordering the first thing that they see. Oh god, this looks like twins. Schwarzenegger and DeVito just wandered into the bar. (laughs) (laughs) All bet. And but if there if there are any Trandoshans at the bar, actually, that's what he wants to. That's what they oh, want yeah. to see. There first. are definitely tr- some Trandoshans in this bar. Okay, so yeah, Graz just busts in. In fact, you see one of the you, a- see, you see the one that the one that Zilda shoved bodily away in this. Uh huh. Okay. What's yep. a Trandoshan? Perfect then. And tra- why is this a, important? A Trandoshan, for I those who might you will know. find out in a few minutes. Maybe okay. Very I, well, not I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and describe what Trandoshans look like for other people, because we're now interacting with yeah. them. Uh, Trandoshans are large, not quite as big as Wookiees, but bigger than most other humanoids. Uh, lizard people. They yep. look like, they, 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 they look kind of like if a crocodile stood up. Um, okay. And was a little bit more humanoid. Uh, they tend to wear... Very, they tend to wear very uh, like short sleeved spacer gear. They've got solidly, you know, pretty solid scale structure. Look almost like, actually, more kind of like, um, like D and D lizard folk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bosk is yeah. a Trandoshan. If you've seen yeah. him in Clone Wars, mm-hmm. he hangs around. He hangs I'm around. I'm really with, bad yes. at remembering That's fine. names. That's fine. He, <laughs> he are, hangs around are, with young Boba Fett. They are large lizard people. I don't think you're there yet. They are they are large lizard people who have a who have a society that revolves around hunting, and they the the hunt is a religious thing for them. Uh, they 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 have their their goddess is the scorekeeper, uh, who basically tallies a Trandoshan's 
uh, hunts throughout their life. And if they get a high enough score by the time they die, they can ascend to a deified position. Um, and as such, they become bounty hunters, they become slavers, they become hunters, they become survivalists. Uh, they're, they, they, they seek out bigger and bigger challenges to achieve that goal. And they were the species that found Wookiees and saw Wookiees as, oh, those are worth a lot of points. And thus have had an ancestral hatred with each other ever since. Uh, so since Wookiees became known okay. in the Galactic Circuit, they and Trandoshans had each other. <clears throat> While we might not have any bounties, we are targets for being Wookiees occasionally. Basically. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're not a bounty target, but you are a hunt target. Yep. <clears throat> so yeah, Grazzle busting the bar. Spot, especially the guy who got shoved aside and basically sort of roughly shoulder them out of the way a little bit while putting in the order. Yeah, they almost as, though, almost as though they did it accidentally. Step in, the heavy footsteps sort of echo a little bit. Why it's down, and everybody turns to look at you. You do the looking around bit. Approach a trend back. Um, what what does Graz order? I'm not up to date on my Star Wars liquor. Hmm. <laughs> Did, but would okay. would Graz have something in mind, or is Graz just sort of going up, but focused on the trend oceans? Uh, he's going up, and basically, Graz is approaching the bar as though he's not really paying, as though they're not really paying attention to anybody around them, but specifically targeting the section that the trend oceans are at in an effort to attract some level of attention. Hey, hey Graz, do you want to get some Zinfar? Do I have any idea what that is? It's it, it, it's a liquor from Dak. I was too young to drink it when I left. I've never had any. Let's see if they do. Works for me. For the record, I support the idea that in all sci-fi universes, in fact, all universes, whether sci-fi or others, there is a pangalactic gargle blaster. Yeah, as <laughs> well as a gin and tonic. Yep. Obviously. Put in there. Um... It's only the best drink ever made. <laughs> so you order some Zenfar. It is bright pink. <laughs> nice. I don't know what it is. So that's a choice. It me, it's 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 a, it's a, it's a it is it is a fizzy drink that is native to um to Dak or, or Mon Calamari, the the planet where uh, the species Mon Calamari and the Quarren species come from. And by this um, point, it's it, already known. Okay. All right. So, it, and and it is it is a a very very dense heavy liquid. Um, I think the concept being that it can be decanted underwater as well, um, but it, it is also effervescent and it is bright, almost luminous pink. Dope. <laughs> okay, I, I know what this tastes like now. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it's spelled uh, X I N P H A R. Okay. Zinfar. Calamari's? Yep, that's the one. Nice. Um, so, 
Step, you shove uh, a Trandoshan out of the way. There is some Huttese in response. Do either of you speak Huttese? Graz, Graz has a passable comprehension. Uh, does Crack speak Huttese? Crack does not speak Huttese. So there, I, I, I can't think of any reasonable reason he would. There is, there is something, uh, there, there is something like that sounds like gibberish coming out of this Trandoshan crack. Uh, Graz, you hear the Trandoshan muttering about how uh, uh, there are too many of these walking furballs on the station right now. As he sort of shifts away, you get the suspicion that Zilda already robbed him of his hunt point a minute ago. So he's not feeling up to a fight right now. <laughs> okay. I'm, I, I wouldn't change my comprehension of it. I, I would like to suggest that Crack knows enough Huttese to read technical manuals printed in Huttese, but no conversational, no conversational Huttese, Huttese whatsoever. All right, yeah, that, that, that works. So still gibberish. Perfect. Yeah. Because very rarely do technical manuals talk about walking furballs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he said something about floor covering. Um, I also like the potential, Craig, correct me if this would be wrong, that it's like you understand the written language, but not necessarily how it is spoken. Oh, what? Yeah, 100%. You have no idea how it's pronounced sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I know these kanji. <laughs> <laughs> yep. yeah, yes. yeah. Don't know what they Absolutely. say. <laughs> uh, so Graz will grab the drinks. Still boost plate. And if the the tr the Trandoshan crowd doesn't seem inclined to immediately throw down, find a table, set the drinks down, sit down, and sort of slouch the second utility belt. Not his. Not their siren fiber one, but the other one onto the uh, the table. That's the one that the cred stick is slightly poking out one of the pockets of. Oh. And take a drink. Uh, so the drinks cost 10 credits. Okay. okay. Uh, Crowds will cover that. You t it, it, it tastes like you're drinking slime. Like, ah. it's, it's really viscous. It's really thick. And it... It's kind of sweet, but in a this might be poisonous method of sweet. It's where you get to that point where it's like, I might be in a trap right now. Kind of realization <laughs> as it very slowly <laughs> slides down your throat. Meanwhile, crack being of a species that's designed to drink this, it just sort of like slurp. Uh... It's not particularly heavy alcohol content. This is definitely one of the. This is definitely more of a. Um, this is more of a a cocktail than a than hard liquor. Mm -hmm. But yes, it tastes really good to crack. Draws it tastes weird. <laughs> Almost like you're drinking a jellyfish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but not in the not in the Jello shots way. Yeah, no, no. Right. Jellyfish are thicker than Jello. Not by much, but and they are thicker than Jello. <laughs> Graz will wait to see if we are confronted, and otherwise just try and pick up any stray conversation in the re in the area. All you're doing. Uh, what did what were Kitty and Neri's doing? Uh, we were just gonna walk around and see what we could see. Yeah, Kitty had suggested like 
looking at if there's stalls or shops, understanding what those stalls and shops sell could be instructive. Okay. Um, it doesn't have the intention of going into anywhere, so the, but the, doesn't want to leave Neri's, who has never been to an underground station, alone on an underground station. Oh, orbital, or not underground. You know what I mean. Yeah. Underworld. Uh, um, yeah, so looking around as you're, as you're sort of maneuvering crowds, uh, you can buy pretty much anything here. Uh, you see, you see weapons dealers, you see explosives dealers, you, uh, you see a wide variety of drug dealers selling their wares openly, blatantly, advertiser-friendly, all this fun stuff. Um... Uh, there are a couple of stalls that are selling uh, that they don't have any of the pro any of the product. I'm using this in heavy air quotes because I do not consider sentient products, but in the they do. Mm -hmm. um, uh, they don't have any of their slaves there, but there are a couple of stalls that are selling slaves, and they have like hologram. They like they have like uh, uh, holograms of the stock quotes again um, on display. Kind of like you know, you know, you can see it, but you can't actually see the actual piece. Right. Um, but yeah, literally anything, anything that you want, you can probably find somebody who sells some amount. Do I get any sense of like what the, I guess, popular items, the things that there's many stalls for, seem to be in high demand are or no? Most, uh, most. The, the the there's a wide variety of everything, but the largest volume of st of stalls are definitely drug, from recreational to from recreational to medicinal to uh, poisonous, and like they have they have they run the gambit. Gambit. Oh, jeez, I really want to buy some neuroparalytic, but I don't want to spend all my money. <laughs> I mean, I have one on me. <laughs> You don't know that. Um, Neris will definitely see Kitty sort of eyeing the uh, poison and like stuff like that goods potentially longer than is strictly necessary. Okay. <laughs> I have five credits to my name. Is there anything you can buy? Not really. Yeah, fair. Can of oil? <laughs> <laughs> yeah but other than that just trying to pass the time pretend to gather intel and just let everyone else deal with it I'm more trying to get a sense of how like um, people are moving around on the station if there's guards what they look like um, who's kind of making way for whom that kind of thing I'm trying to get like a sense of the social flow of things versus the materials because that's not interesting to me yeah cool chip okay for the record uh, you can run the gambit but you're not going to tire him out because he's run, been pretty much run his entire life <laughs> pretty much what's the difficulty on that oh my god uh, two. Two? Okay. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. So, the guards are pretty easy to spot. Um, they are... They're wearing a bit of a ragtag uniform, but it is still a uniform. 
mostly it's Gamorians and Trandoshans and a few other humanoids that you can't see because their faces are. Gamorians are the large pig people that you see on Tatooine. They're literally just walking pigs with axes. As opposed mm-hmm. to the small pig people yes. who are Ugnots. As opposed to the small people okay. who are Ugnots. <laughs> there are two sizes of pig people in Star Ugnots and... I have um, spoken. What? Was I that said, co- I have spoken. Oh. Also, Ugnot for, those, yeah. for those unfamiliar stories, don't feel bad if you don't keep track of all of the races. There are literally 300 some of them. Yes, there yep. are a lot. And more more getting added every release of a comic or movie. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so uh, mostly you're seeing Gamorreans and Trandoshans and uh, humanoids in this ragtag, loosely-looking uniform. It's a uniform spot. Mm-hmm. The uniform. Um, aside from them, who are pretty much standing around the entries <laughs> and exits and aren't rolling, uh, it seems like might makes right here, which is why, which is probably, which sort of gives you an idea as to why Zilda progressed the way he did after leaving you guys. If you mm-hmm. are big and tough and don't give a shit, people will move the fuck out of your way. Yep. Unless they think they're bigger and tougher and give less of a shit, in which case a fight will happen. <laughs> I'm assuming a couple of those happen. Oh yeah, no, you, like, the sound of blaster fire is not frequent but is not unheard within the first mm-hmm. like 30 minutes you hear the sound of blaster fire the guards mm-hmm. don't move and it stops because someone has died eventually you see a corpse getting dragged out okay um do i see any sort of um i guess how they might like coordinate uh communicate with each other anything on the walls as far as an intercom system um there are communications in- they have on their belts anything there like is that. A, there is an intercom system there are also cameras okay uh which are these long uh like sort of they look kind of like mechanical eyeballs on tendrils that sort of pop out of the ceiling and look or popping back mm-hmm. um there are those, there are there's definitely intercoms and thing, but as far as the guards, they all you it's easier to see it on the Gamorians than any than any of the others, but they have uh headpieces that connect to the okay. ear and ear and mouth. And you see right. you see them occasionally grunting in. Mm-hmm. Final. Forcerath and Avasia, I want you both to make presents. We're gonna make them into just straight presents. Uh, I think. Is, does intimidation use presence? Uh, coercion is will. Charm is presence. Negotiation is presence. What is There's, there isn't really a straight intimidate role. Coercion, coercion is deception. I keep getting mm, no coercion. Coercion is willpower. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, does, there is straight deception. Coercion is. Okay. Coercion is the system's version of intimidation. We're, yeah. we're gonna make it either. Uh, we're gonna make it either leadership or coercion. I'm gonna go with leadership. What's the difficulty on this? Uh, difficulty two. Also, you're quieter than everyone else for some reason. Yeah. I had to turn my volume down because I was on a call. There, I fixed it. Yep. Just let me know and I can fix it. I have advantages. Do. Um, 
Vasya has a failure. So, you notice that there are definitely people that take note of you. But at least on the bizarre level, there doesn't seem to be any kowtowing. There, there's no, there doesn't seem to be any, like, Imperial agents, or, or well, Imperial agents wouldn't kowtow, they'd be, in, they'd be covert at the moment. But there doesn't seem to be any anybody that is Sith aligned enough that they care that you're there other than taking note of the fact oh there's a pair of Sith here well if shit kicks off I'm going the other way kind of thing yeah so sort of like to be inconspicuous uh, yeah, it, yeah. yes go ahead and give me a um, streetwise or stealth street uh, stealth for sure hmm? uh, div 2 yeah div 2 a success in an event. It is fortunately very easy for you to go unnoticed yes. because you're walking behind the pair of Sith. Right, exactly. <laughs> and they are. I just, by that same token, I am walking along with a pair of Sith. Yeah. So more eyes are headed that way. No, that's fair. But they are definitely you okay. are you are not the you are not the person that people are reacting to. Cool. Yeah, the, the Sith are actively trying to get attention. So. Yes. Mm. You know, it doesn't seem like anybody, at least on the bizarre level, are particularly Sith-aligned. Do I have a particular thought of where I would go if I was looking for Imperial informants, if nothing else? People who could tell me details about the incoming... Give me an education. That'll be an education role for you. Difficulty two. Difficulty two. This is not going to go well. (laughs) <laughs> didn't, didn't go well. Didn't you were <laughs> you were the assassin, not the spy master. Yeah, no, I wasn't. I, I went. I went where people told me to, and killed who people told me to. Yeah, like you. So you have you have no idea what the what the protocols would be for undercover in hut space. Can I try that? Uh, you can, but it'll be difficulty three for you because you were not a member of Imperial Intelligence. Oh yeah, no, no failures, no. just threats. Yep. You you also no idea. You've never worked with Imperial Intelligence before. <laughs> you you wouldn't know an like unless they were in like uniform. You wouldn't know what an Imperial officer what an Imperial Intelligence officer would look like. So <sighs> I do need to make a roll for someone else. Do do. It to do, it to do, do to do, do to do. Easiest ways to get them to come to you. Is there like a postings board, like not just bounties, but general news? Uh, there are, there are, um, there are uh, TVs, like like monitors that 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 have news broadcasts playing from throughout the galaxy. Actually, like sort of like a, it's like a monitor wall. Mm. It just has a bunch of different things happening. Uh, Difficulty. That roll. Okay. He has the advantage part of the triumph, but not the success. Eh, we'll see. <laughs> um, in which case... Uh, he will make his way uh, to 
probably to the nearest job board at that point then. That wasn't shouldn't have been uh sure. So you head to a job board, which is basically it's a it's a magnetic board that has a lot of uh pucks attached to them, each one with like a dollar amount holographically projected on them, but no details until you pick them up and turn them over. Um yeah. but it's just a whole bunch of pucks magnetically attached to the wall. Yeah, he'll he'll take a scan over them real quick to see if anything is of particular interest, but is really watching for anyone who's watching him. Sure, give me a perception check, difficulty three. And Ilyana and Navasi can also make that check. Okay. I'm not rolling great tonight. But that's why I have friends. Uh, yeah. Three. Jeremy remains the king of the wash. <laughs> ah. So, Avasia. The only reason you noticed this and the only reason it stands out is because of the skin color. But you see a chiss that sort of just walks by you, the group of you. Is the only chiss you've seen. Uh, chiss are the blue skin, Wait, red yeah. eyes. Blue skin, okay. red eyes, black hair. Uh, um, Nibishuza. Same race as Nibishuza. Yeah, Nibishuza is also a chiss. Okay. You also might know they're pretty rare, John. Yes, they are very rare. Uh, and uh, except for Nibishuza, universally aligned with the Sith Empire. And it, it just walked by. It's not like watching us or anything just like that. Just walked past you. Yeah, because the, the Chiss homeworld is part of the Empire. No, it is independent. It is the Empire's only ally. Yeah. Okay. She will kind of elbow Corsaras. Look. Point in that direction. Do I recognize a Chiss intelligence officer? I mean, you see a Chiss. It doesn't look like an intelligence officer, but it's a Chiss. <laughs> it, it, it's a Chiss, so odds are good. Yeah. It might be Sith. It might be Ascendancy. Um, the, the Chiss yeah. Ascendancy is the name of their yeah, is, is their, their government. It might, be, it might be a member of the Ascendancy, it might be a member of the Sith Empire, it might be independent. There are independent Chiss, but... They're rare, but they exist. Yeah. There's one who's a bartender on Nar Shaddaa. And one who's the leader of the Twilight Order. <laughs> <laughs> so, look over. Well, if there was any alien species I did not expect to see on this station, it is that one. Mm-hmm. Might I... be worth tailing. All right. Did, did, All of did, us did, or did, one of us? Did Ilyana ask why? Yes. Okay. Because I'm assuming Ilyana is not familiar with no. the in-depth politics and societal r- racial alliances of, of the Sith Empire. Because the vast majority of the Chiss species are either allies of or active members of the Sith Empire. To see an independent Sith is the exception rather than the rule. Chiss. Sorry, Chiss. Yes, independent Chiss. Fair enough. Should 
Should one of us tail or all of us? I would say one of us should keep an eye on them and see if they continue to circle back as if watching. I can do that. So you're looking at Avazia and um, as Jeremy's character's name just blanks in my head. Ileana. It's okay. Um, I couldn't remember it at the beginning of the episode either. Um, Ileana, I believe you're the quietest of us. I also potentially know the least of what we're looking for. He stands out in the crowd. Yeah. Blue skin, red eyes. All right. Look for anything out of the ordinary? can do that. Um, on just a second here. I'm going to look at something. <laughs> Yeah, well, I believe I got the update. So I'm going to try. To look ahead a bit and try to focus on on, uh, on this dude. Okay. So you're going to. I'm like, okay, perfect. And then she shuts her eyes, and so you're going to use force there for a moment. Yes, you, you, uh, you're trying to spend two points to speak specifically that, that I get two yeah. points. Okay, cool. Yep. Uh, we'll see how this goes. And make your roll. Uh, that should not Shouldn't have been. Be, just ignore the difficulty, but yeah. only one point. Yeah. But you can still so you can still use that to yeah see into I can still look future. ahead and hope that I something and it uh, that's where I'm thinking so maybe but look at the specifics or there. I just see creepy things yeah uh the because yeah it takes um. Yeah, it takes being able to spend an additional uh, additional force point to pick out specific details, um, or or to have a number of extra days. But I can still. I grabbed the wrong. Co- I grabbed the Age of Rebellion core book instead of the Force and Destiny core book, which does it's not. Also, if you need to look at it, that stuff, is all is all the full text of it is on my sheet under my abilities combat. All right. So you are spending one to gain vague hints of events to come up to a day in your own personal future. Yep. Um, So you sort of close your eyes and focus and you see Corserath talking to someone you don't see who. Uh, Seems to be a you get you get it you don't get details but you get an emotion of just this sort of tenseness to Corserath in particular okay um you see zilda killing several people uh that may have already happened you're not certain on that one um there have been a few deaths already uh you see your ships you see your ship landing on planet 
And you see the internal workings of a spice operation. And that's it. Okay. So then she just opens up her eyes. Gets a gets just a general look of motherfucker. And and gets up and starts. Tries to find a position where I will be able to keep a better eye on. Oh yeah, those are they're, they're, oddly, it seems like there are several places in this bazaar that are specifically designed for people to post up, right? And like keep an eye out. And many, like some of them, are very clearly for guards, but then there are some that are there that seem obvious just to be there. Right. Um, One that is specifically sort of out of the way because she doesn't want to, yeah, be particularly open and. Easily found herself. Yeah. You can go ahead and give me a perception check. Okay. Difficulty two. Uh, do, 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 do. Bump and skills. Ignore the... F sure, there I get two fourth points. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, stupid Star Wars dice. <laughs> Fantasy Flight Games, you can... Oh, with it, so with an advantage. And yes. no successes or failures. Um, you're keeping an eye out. You don't see the Chiss again. Okay. Uh, you do see a distinct lack of Chiss in the room. There was only the one, as far as you can tell. Right. So that's something, but you don't see them circling back or anything. Okay. I will just murmur that over a communicator and keep keep an eye out. Right, so, Corsarath and Avasia, where were you going after that? Or were you going anywhere? Um, were you going to try to follow? Yeah, unless Avasia has any kind of idea, I think Corsarath is probably walking in the direction that she just walked off in. Yeah. Right. Are you doing it subtly or openly and brazenly? Um... Definitely walking openly, but not openly following. Sort of just walking in the same direction. So, okay, so that'll be streetwise. Give me a streetwise roll, difficulty two. To follow without seeming to follow. I am not rolling well. So, Corsrath, you're part... Part of your whole deal is that all of your all of your all of your espionage training is tied up in traumatic memories, so it's hard to access. And I've also you've never had espionage training, so you're just like winging it. Uh, so the two of you follow the 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 chase. And Ilyana, you just keeping an eye out on the room. You can very clearly tell they're following someone. Yep. Um. They. Although if a Sith is following someone, that's a warning for most people who are on the sidelines. So yeah, you guys, you guys hear over the over the communicator. You might want to dial down the obviousness a little bit. <laughs> Just saying. Pull it back. Pull it back. <laughs> you're you're at you're at about an eleven. You need to be at about a seven. I will try to dial back the intimidation factor. 
Be less Sith is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Think blue skin, not red skin. <laughs> you know, like literally everything about you. If you could just not for if a you minute, could just not. Yes. <laughs> I feel like that is actually the slogan of the this group. You know everything about you. <laughs> just not for a minute. So you're not wrong. Uh, Corsarth and Avasia, in following the Citadel, you leave the bazaar. Uh, you sort of exit out one of the one of the, the the doorways and cut a corner and find yourself in a fairly empty uh, corridor. As you walk down a few steps, you hear a figure stepping out into the corridor behind you. And this uh, modulated and this modulated voice, uh, uh, this this sort of modulated voice from behind you goes, uh, sounds like it's coming out of a mask or something. Well, my lord and lady, to what do I owe the pleasure? I look behind me. You see a figure standing in a black jumpsuit with a equally black uh, helmet, full face covering everything over their over their uh, over their face, leaning against uh, a support beam in the wall. That depends on who believes they have the right to ask that question. Um, the figure stands up straight and offers a very small bow. Not a mocking bow, but the bow that says, you're clearly not my superior, and I report to someone far higher than you, uh, kind of bow. A simple servant of the Sith Empire, here to do a job. He sort of looks, stares at the eye slots of the mask for a minute. Then you don't owe me any pleasure. What do you want? I'm just curious why a pair of noble Sith are wandering around on my station. Your station? Well, nominally it belongs to the Huts, but we all know that eventually all ends, all things meet the same end. That of the Empire, yes. Precisely. We are here on our own business, unless you think your business aligns with ours. That would depend on what your business is, my lord. And what is your business? You can sort of sense the smile behind the mask. I would be a very poor tool. If I were to relieve that information, if I were to reveal that information willy-nilly. But you expect us to. Well, my lords obviously have no fear of reprisal. There's a very slight mocking edge to that. Let's just say we're looking for people and information. Ah. Uh-huh. The universal truth. There's only two things of value, people and information. Perhaps I could help you find this information or people that you seek, and we will see if, in turn, our goals align. Perhaps you could. Uh, 
do I recall um, off of that bounty board any particular Republic targets? Give me a... Because I was there like five minutes ago. Yeah, you went, but you weren't like really looking at it. You were looking around it. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of what a recall incidental information role might be. Potentially something that would be the convenient thing is true use of a force point. Yeah, you could you you could use a force point to recall a specific to recall a specific public target. Yeah, I'll do that. So go ahead and flip a force point. Yep. Uh, yes, there, uh, there is actually a bounty. There's a Sith Empire. There's a Sith Empire bounty uh, for an admiral uh, that is rumored to be operating in the vicinity. Uh, in 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 the outer rim territories, and so basically the Hut Cartel has bounties throughout their stations as a favor because they bought a lot of stuff. They also have Sith Empire bounties on all their boards too, so it's like sort of you know same thing both ways. Yeah, equal opportunity. Yeah, we'll take money from anybody. <laughs> um, uh, what, and, what's his admiral's name? Yeah, hang on one second. Sorry, I'm having to. Part of the downside of running this game at this time is that I also have to work halfway through it, and so it's like. Um do, 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 do. Uh Admiral Dunbreck uh was the name that you saw. You didn't pick up the chip, so you didn't get any further information, but Admiral Dunbrick. It's been rumored that a republic officer, that a republic officer by the name of Admiral Dunbrick, might be a danger to potential interests and Sith cargo transportation within the region, and so the potential movements of nearby Sith transports and any potential danger they might be in is currently my business. Give me a persuasion or coercion roll. Charm. Uh, charm. Yeah. Charm or coercion? Difficulty three. Charm. Difficulty three. Yep. Definitely charm. I'll spend another light side. Go Sorry, ahead. I can use our last one. Go ahead. That's better. Yeah, three successes, but four threat. The masked figure is silent. We might be able to help each other, my lord. If you wouldn't mind following me, and he indicates to a side panel that is a wall, not a door. Mm -hmm. And if it seems like you're willing to follow, he will move over, uh, push a specifically, uh, push sort of a hidden panel, and the wall slides away. Surreptitiously adjust weapons, but follow. Uh, you step into a maintenance ladder that goes down. He's already climbing down, or sliding down, really. Mm. And as Avaz you fall... Hmm? Sorry, just Avazia will whisper to Corsera, I don't trust him. You shouldn't. He's probably Imperial Intelligence. But stay close. <laughs> follow after. You follow after. The uh, ladder ends in a maintenance bay that has been retrofitted into what looks like a listening post. Uh, you see a small number of Imperial officer uniforms uh, uh, wandering around, all human. The helm, the black figured, uh, the black, the black outfit uh, uh, removes the helmet to reveal a chest beneath. 
uh, blue skin, red eyes, immaculately kept hair. Pardon the subtlety, uh, my lord. Uh, Cypher is this the one that is this the one that walked by us? Yeah, it's the same one. It's the only shit you see on the station. Cypher seven, and he holds out a hand. Uh, do I did I have a particular agent name? No, while I was you working? you were to cipher. You were you didn't have a you were you were very specifically the tool of your mother, so it yeah. was your name that you went under. So your name would be known. Mm-hmm. It's just before you introduce yourself as Corsarath. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the thing that I need to that I need to know is whether or not my name would be recognizable. You can make a you can make an education or lore check difficulty three to come up with a. Uh, a potentially reasonable uh, Imperial Intelligence name. I'll go with Lore, but I have another name if I need it. Okay. Two successes, though. Um, so, Shadow Designations. Uh, shadow Designations are uh, similar to Cypher Agents, except they work um, far more independently. And they are not recorded. So a Shadow design So a Shadow Numeral the only way that you would get called on it is if this cipher agent knows that shadow number. Do I happen to know how high shadow numbers get? No idea. Uh, shadow 12. Shaking the hand. There's a slight pause. I hadn't realized a shadow agent was an operation around these, this area. That's kind of the point, isn't it? Fair enough. So you're looking for Admiral Dunbrick. Mm-hmm. He leads you over to a console where, uh, and sort of shoes away the 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 uh, human handler there. Well, we're here monitoring communicate Republic communications. There is a Republic squad that we've been monitoring, though we didn't know if. We don't. We still don't know if Admiral Dunbrick is a part of it. They are planet side on the opposite side of the planet from the station. It's hard to get communications because they're using the shadow of the planet to hide. But we have ready information that they have a camp hidden in the mountains. Would that camp potentially be anywhere near the location of the current on-planet spice trade? You're well-informed, Shadow Agent. Uh, no. The encampment is far away from our upcoming rendezvous. I've been, I've been warned that the Admiral might be looking to hinder those operations, but potentially he might be looking at other targets as well, if he is involved in whatever you've seen planet side. Well, if they're using the, if they're using the planet Shadow to hide in, it would make sense if they were trying to strike at our own operations with the Huts, try to sow mistrust between our organizations. We should probably get more soldiers assigned to the transport, then. Thank you for the warning. I'll make sure to give, a, to give our transport authority a call. Keep an eye on the transport. I suspect... Once it makes it down to the planet, they've lost their opportunity, especially if their forces have to leave. Oh, they've already ground. got forces. They've already got forces on the planet. I imagine they were, if they were to strike at the ship, it would either be in the air with anti-air turrets, anti-air weaponry, or once it's on the ground in a ambush. We should have them ready for an ambush. I feel. 
perhaps, but... It might be it might be wiser to be prepared to hit eliminate them before they begin to move. Are you volunteering your services, Shadow Twelve? I might, though that would require a transition down to planet side. We could arrange for uh, a shuttle to take you and your associate, indicating Avasia. Well, though we would have to touch, though we would have to touch down before we reach the horizon. I'm not. We're not certain where their base is on the opposite side of the on the opposite side of the planet. Just that it is there. Hmm. I have a number of operatives that I've been working alongside. They've got their own business, but all of it tends to land planet side at some point. Well, then, we might just see you and your operatives down. Potentially provide some utilities that you might be able to make use of. We do have a, we do have a slight cache of supplies to, to benefit any other cipher agents that come through assisting. I think some point between the horizon and the... Potential targets location might be best. And as you are currently having this negotiation with us uh, with Cipher Seven, that's where we're going to end for this week. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>